Hello, this is Warrior to Love Chat, and today's topic is compatibility. Now, this is video number 251. If you have a question you'd like for me to consider featuring on the channel, please write it in a comment below. And if you enjoy my videos, I'd be so very grateful if you just watch, and if you like it enough, subscribe and hit like. And if you would like coaching on your situation, I do offer personal one-on-one -on -one coaching. Just visit my website, thelovechat.net slash coaching, and take 15% off using the code TLC2020. Now then, let's talk about compatibility when it comes to relationships. Compatibility when it comes to dating. So, what is compatibility? First off, compatibility, in my own words, is when two people are like puzzle pieces. And we see how well those two puzzle pieces fit together. In other words, do my core values and your core values fit together in such a way where we can have a union that is healthy and productive? So if we are incompatible, we will never seem to get along. Or maybe we're not physically attracted to one another. Maybe there are things about each other's personalities or the way we were raised that simply don't work well together. So when we are compatible, it goes really well. But when we're not, you're noticing all these different sorts of fights or things that maybe don't even really matter. But why don't we go ahead and cover some of these compatibility issues and see if maybe along the way we can learn a few things that maybe we hadn't considered previously. So the first thing I consider is productive argument. Can you and your partner or you and your prospective partner, whenever you argue or disagree, tackle the problem rather than tackling each other? So many people have this tendency to think of it as you versus me rather than us versus the problem. And this can be so hard because when you're in the issue, when you're in the argument or whatever it might be, the disagreement or maybe even the accidental hurting of feelings, it can be so challenging to say, well, you're the one that made me feel this way and so you're the problem. When really it's just an educational opportunity. Hey, here's what you did, here's why it upset me, and here's what we can do about it. So the core takeaway is that if you and the person that you're dating or thinking about dating can have productive arguments, us versus the problem, then you're probably really compatible in that way. Now, the next thing is, of course, overlapping interests. Do my interests overlap with yours? Do we have compatible interests? If I'm interested in video games and you're interested in sports, maybe a good way to bond would be to play sports video games. But it's not even just that they have to overlap or be super compatible. It's more, do I have an open mind about your interests? Do I want to take time out of my day doing things I might like to do with my free time and instead invest them in yours and see, well, let's see what you have going on here. Yeah, you know what? I would like to try rock climbing. Sure, let's go to that cooking class. That's really what it comes down to, a willingness to have fun and to try new things. But that's a two-way street. The person I'm dating must also be interested in things that I like. But it's not so important that you enjoy them, rather that you had an open mind to at least try them. The next important thing, and arguably the most important thing, is that you both are able to take responsibility when it's your fault, when it's your doing. If you said something to make the other person upset, rather than getting up in arms about how they shouldn't be upset about that thing, rather apologize and say, look, Educate me. Teach me how I cannot do this to you again in the future. For me, one of the sexiest things a person can do is be accountable, right? Show me that you understand what you did, and show me that you're taking steps to make sure it won't happen again. Because if somebody does that to me, I'll have endless patience with them. And in return, it's my responsibility to make sure that 
I work on myself to where I can do the same for them should the issue arise. Next on the list is you just don't want them to change. You like them exactly as they are. Now, we're not talking about little stuff, like it annoys you the way they pick their teeth after dinner. I don't know. Pick an example. It doesn't matter. But we're not talking tiny stuff. We're talking big things. If you don't want them to change, you want them exactly as they are. That is a wonderful sign of compatibility. That means you look at them and you understand, I really enjoy this person because of who they are. And if they changed, then I wouldn't enjoy them. They wouldn't be the same person. Next on the list is a rather obvious one, but I feel like some people overlook it anyway, so I'm going to just go ahead and say it. You enjoy spending time apart. It's not the most important thing in the world that you need to spend every moment together. Sometimes, learning the true value of a person comes from when you spend time apart, and you're able to say, hey, you know, this is really, really nice. I needed this recharge time. And I wasn't getting tired of the other person, but I understand that we need to have balance in the relationship in order for it to work. Now, if somebody in the relationship is unable to give you balance, they might not be compatible with you. There's going to be days where you get out of bed and you just don't even want to see another human being, let alone your romantic partner. So I think being able to take that time and space away from each other and say, hey, nothing's wrong. You didn't do anything. I just need a little space. That's it. And everybody's okay because of that. Next on the list is... When you fight, you actually want it to work out. There's never a point in the relationship where you ask yourself, you know, is this it? Do I want this to end? Is it over? I'm not saying frustration. I'm not saying when we give into the throes of anger or sadness or whatever. What I'm saying is that at the end of the day, when you go home and you're thinking about what happened and you're reflecting on the day, you say to yourself, I want this to work out. And the other person's able to say that they want this to work out. And then you come back at it in the morning so that you can reinforce what we mentioned earlier, which is productive arguing. Us versus the problem. Next on the list is probably the most important one on this list, which is they help you make yourself better. They help you go after your goals and your dreams and whatever's important to you. They help you push yourself towards that person you want to be. And not only that, They never discourage personal growth. It doesn't scare them. They don't want you to stop. In fact, they encourage it. If you say, you know what, I'm going to go on this dance competition, you root them on. And you say, you know what, best of luck. Rather than saying, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you're not going to embarrass yourself? Remember that one time you told me two years ago how you're horrified of dancing in front of people? They don't use that type of language. They just say, hey, I'm here for you. Another big part of compatibility, obviously, is physical attraction. We need to feel physically attracted to the person we want to have in a romantic sense in our life. So if you don't have that physical attractiveness, then we have to admit that at the end of the day, it's not going to work out because this is a partner that you want to have for the long term. And yes, of course, physical attractiveness is very important and we want to be physically attracted to the person we're with. But it's not the only thing that matters in a person. However, we're talking for long term dating Maybe marriage one day, maybe children. Of course, you're going to want to be physically attracted to the partner that you're with. Now, a lot of people have come to me and they said, but I don't find myself to be very physically attractive. And I have two things to say to that. First off, you are your own biggest critic. I do not know of a person who looks at themselves in the mirror and goes, I love the way I look all day, every day. No, we are our own biggest critics. Of course, we're going to beat ourselves up. But the other thing is that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Different people will find different things to be attractive, different combinations of different features. 
And so for you to say that every person on earth doesn't find you attractive simply because you don't find yourself attractive is just selfish. And next on the list is my personal favorite. Neither of you take each other too seriously. Folks, in order for there to be long-standing, powerful love, there's got to be fun. And if the relationship is not fun, if you guys take each other too seriously, there's not going to be a happy, healthy relationship. Because then it just devolves into nothing but arguments, misunderstandings, fighting, and the relationship loses all sense of fun. And then eventually resentment builds up and then neither of you want to have fun. A relationship can't exist without fun. So don't take your partner too seriously. This next one is debatable. I'm not going to say that it necessarily needs to be on the list, but I'm just going to mention it so I can say that it was brought up. And that's that you don't absolutely hate their family. And this is a big topic, and one day I'm going to devote an entire video just to family and relationships, because there's so much to talk about. But ultimately, if you can spend a day with their family and not want to, uh, you know, go home and have a three-hour conversation with your therapist at the end of that day... That's usually a pretty good sign. Getting along with your partner's family is extremely important because you better believe it, whether they say it matters or not, family's important. And I'm not going to say that that's the case for everybody. Uh, some people don't talk to their family, and of course, respect to the people who are in that position. But usually, nine times out of ten, we want you guys to get along with our family. And I'm sure you guys want us to get along with your family. It's as simple as that. Harmony. The last one on the list for today is... You help improve the balance in each other's lives. I mentioned balance earlier, and it's so important that a partner helps stabilize us and create more balance rather than create imbalance. So to give an example, sometimes I hear this a lot when two young people are getting together in college, maybe for their first serious relationship, and all they want to do is spend time with each other rather than focusing on the things like schoolwork or recreation or hanging with other friends, or maybe even finding that balance of closeness and distance. Because let's face it, when you're in a brand new relationship, all you want to do is spend time with the person you just got with. But, you know, being able to have this balance in each other's lives is exactly what creates happiness. Because we know that too much of anything is a bad thing. Everything in moderation, but that includes moderation itself. So I hope this list has been helpful in terms of talking about compatibility. I will be giving another video talking about some signs that you are not compatible. And obviously that list won't just be the opposite of everything I mentioned here. It will be different points to think about. So that's all I had for today. If you found this video helpful, I'd be so very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. Please leave me a comment below and tell me what you thought of this video and maybe some things that you want to add to the list. If you'd like extra videos every week, private live streams with me, and free giveaways of my best-selling book on Amazon, just visit my Patreon patreon.com slash thelovechat. Until next time.